everybody, and welcome back to the Spring Loaded Football Podcast, where each and every week we discuss Spring League football. We talk about the USFL, Fan Control Football, X League. Guys, we talk everything. I'm going to bring in my co-host this week. we got Wayne with me today. What's going on, buddy? How's it going? Uh, man, just another day. Uh, another coach, day is champions. That's it. Coach is absent today. He is taking a little vacation going fishing. Uh, so we wish him all the best. <laughs> Apparently he's caught quite a few. Yeah. He called us. yeah, he seems to do that. But Wayne, you know, we got, we just passed the USFL championship game, a, a wonderful, close game. Uh, just couldn't, you know, can't take your eyes off of it. You, you know, it's one of them games where you pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge, you know. But how sad is it? Because we started talking about this back in what, January, February? Yeah. And it now like, it's over. <laughs> yeah. I know this is episode 20. And if you count the pilot, so it's like 21 episodes. So, not to mention your special is the long snapper. Yeah, and the long snap video. Man, we've had a lot of fun this spring, you know. It's been very entertaining for all of us this year. Thanks you know, for just yeah, for sure. I mean, we got we went to many games, had a blast down there, about burn up a couple times, you, especially you walking. A, <laughs> yeah, I had a heat stroke. Yeah, I did, especially walking up that uh, ramp to get in the stadium. But uh, that I didn't think would be bad, and I was Is wrong. Is that your least favorite part of the USFL experience? The yes. Ramp? Yeah. Yeah. See, next time we're just going to go around to the other side of the stadium and go up the stairs. <laughs> you know, you're really better off to park down there on the ramp side, and then walk all the way up the sidewalk and go into the yep. other one. Yep, I agree. But you know, just a little bit about this USFL. What I was expecting, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. I know it would be, you know, spring league football, but we've seen this a few times in the past year or two. And um, it delivered. Uh, it was it delivered more than I thought it would. I mean, you know, if people didn't watch the championship game, Birmingham went over Philadelphia 33-30, you know, bringing the trophy uh, home to Birmingham. So, just and you unbelievable. Know, a, there was a lot of stars born in Birmingham just from this league. Yes. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think last week, me and you uh, said that our MVP of the game was going to be Bolden, and of course it was, you know, mm-hmm. and he deserved every bit of it. I thought Bo Scarborough might have got it, you know, because well, he was dominating. Bolden's just a great talent. I mean, yeah. whenever he's got the ball, he's a he's a force. Oh, for sure. But you look at the defensive side, it could have went to somebody on the defense. Oh, That's yeah. That's how good this team was. Right. I mean, you look at Gates and Scooby Wright. You know, Scooby had that pick six right there at the end pretty much and sealed the deal how, for us. How happy was he for Scooby scoring that? Uh, like I said, after getting to talk to him down there at one of the games and stuff, you know, anything this guy does, I'm going to support. And uh, I was really happy for him. He – he is a hero to a lot of kids in Birmingham. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, how many kids did you see running around screaming for him? Tons, man. I mean, you know, like I said, we've been to a lot of games down there, and you would see Scooby-Doo Mask or Scooby-Doo 
Halloween costume. I later see somebody on, in a shark costume. Yeah, later on the shark dog stuff. You know, he was one of the biggest stars of this Birmingham team. You know, I think Jamar, uh, you know, Jamar Smith was probably number two. Um, I was surprised in the game just how good Magoo played when uh, Smith. But you you look at how many fans were fans of Smith. Like whenever yeah. his picture would come up on the big screen, man, people were cheering. Right. For sure. And it was the same for Scooby and Gates and Bolden and Mitchell and all of them. Right. Like I said, like all these guys are, are superstars in Birmingham. Like I said, they'll never have to pay for a drink if that's what they choose to get, you know. But, yeah, I'm, the one thing, like you said, was we didn't know what to expect from this league. Yep. So... From what we could have thought it could have been, it exceeded those expectations. Oh, for sure. Like I said, it blew away any expectations I had because, you know, with the AAF and the second incarnation of the XFL, you know, we thought there might be a chance there, which, you know, the pandemic pretty much killed all that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we didn't, you didn't know if this was going to make it a full year. And now they've said it's coming back for year two. And that means we'll still be here. So, <laughs> and you know the best part is, is they're ready to try to expand outwards. Yeah, go to different host cities. You know what was it? They said two to four host cities. Yeah, they want to at least get one more, and uh, they said they would like to get four. You know, total. And that makes sense. You know, I think they get one for sure. That way you get a north division and a south and um, do it that way. But they've even talked about, like, the year after next, you know, expanding more teams and stuff. And, you know, that's that's some lofty goals. It really is. But, you know, Lord, the, the championship game outdrew the Sunday night baseball game in the ratings on TV, you know. Mm-hmm. With all the competition there's out there now with streaming and stuff, that's a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, you look at what they drew, what was it, a million and a half views yeah. in the championship? Yeah. And you look at the Martinsville race from NASCAR, it drew a 1.885. Yeah. And I bet you Fox has not put up near the money they have for NASCAR for right. this league. And it's drawing terrible numbers. Yeah. So, hopefully, they just continue to grow. Yeah, I think they will. I don't don't see any reason why they won't. I mean, sadly, some of these players will not be returning to the USFL. You have to imagine some of these guys are getting looks in the NFL. You know, I talked to you a little bit, you know, off air about uh, one of the guys from Houston's got – you know, interviews with three NFL teams and more power to them. I hope these guys, if that's what they choose. Yeah. Odom. I wish if, if that's what they choose to do, man, that's where you can make some money, you know, so more power to them. Yeah. Uh, And it's going to be really a different league next year because all these players returning. Right. I mean, mean, you're going to have more of a team concept, I guess is what you'd say. Right, you would hope that, 
you know, if the majority of the team stays together, they gel together a little bit better. You know, who knows where these guys are going in the offseason. I imagine they're not staying in Birmingham. But, you know, as long as they stay connected and stuff, you know, we should have some really, really good teams next year, unless you're from Pittsburgh. So <laughs> You're just giving up, Hackney. Yeah. Yeah. No, they suck. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, Sorry, well, guys. <laughs> but, well, they're going to get the number two pick throughout yeah. the draft. So let's hope they do better than they did with their quarterbacks. And they got to hope there's some. They they got to hope. I don't know if it's a talent issue. I don't think it's a talent issue. I think they have talented players, you know. But you can't draft coach. So I think that's their their problem. <laughs> so. <laughs> and like you said, there was some. We went and watched them play. Was it the Generals? I can't remember. Maybe Philly. I can't remember if it was Philly or who, but, you know, they looked like they had some good talent out on the field. You know, beginning of the year, they had a strong running game. And, um, again, like I said, it just, you know, they won one game but and were close in a bunch, I think. But, man, I think it's a coaching issue. And he thinks he's doing a good job. If you look at the difference between like Birmingham, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and even New Orleans, yeah. whenever their star players got hurt, they had enough depth to continue on. Right. And Philadelphia didn't really win as much as the other three, but they were fighting hard every week. Uh, Cook has saved their season uh, when he come in at quarterback. And, you know, hate to see that he got hurt during the game, and I hope that, you know, everything heals up really good for him. But, you know, he, he was he was their MVP to me. Oh, yeah. Well, Scott was doing a great job with that team until he got injured. That's true. Yeah. And then you look, Magoo got hurt for Birmingham, and Smith yep. had to step up. Right. So – in New Jersey, didn't really seem like they had a whole lot of injuries through the year. No, I mean, I, you know, it was just, you know, anybody can be, be beat on any given day, and they fell to the stars in the playoffs. But, you know, we went to that first game and between them and Birmingham, and it come down to the wire. That was an exciting game. Still. Unbelievable. That, that was yeah, one of uh, my favorite games to be a part of. <laughs> For sure, it was unbelievable. The atmosphere, yep. You know it. It went from just quiet at the beginning, people not really knowing what to do, and yep. by the end of it, people were standing up, cheering that team. It was it was unbelievable, and you know, and like I said, we was right there on the goal line watching all that. If you watch, if you watch some of them USFL commercials and stuff, they show that touchdown for New Jersey where you, you can see me and you pretty clearly, and we're in the commercial. And I thought that oh, was pretty really? cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen I, that. You have to send that to me. I'll have to show it to you. But uh we're big marks for ourselves. We like to see ourselves on TV. Hey, I got on there a couple of times, you know. <laughs> so Yeah, it was good. It was good. If you can see my arms, you probably can't because the green screen. But uh We could on TV. Yeah. It was unbelievable. <laughs> you know, so I look so, forward I look forward to season two. And uh, hope to be hope to be down there like we was uh, this year. 
to me, it was kind of, I don't know, it's disappointing because they were playing down there every week. Yeah. And with family obligations and work and just all this stuff, it's hard to make it every week for 10 weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, unless you live in Birmingham, you know, that would have made it a little bit easier on us. But But still stuff comes up, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, that, it happened up to all of us, you know. But, um, you, know, you know, I think my, I think I, my youngest one had a surgery. You yep. had a vacation. Yep. The coach had games. Yep. So, I mean, it was tough. But this next year when they're not playing every single week and you get, say, maybe five games at home. Yeah. It, it's a little bit easier to kind of plan out and say, all right, we can do this this weekend instead of this weekend. Right. Like I said, I think for sure they get two destinations uh, for the league, you know, so that will cut down on the games in Birmingham and, you know, might be a little bit easier on us that we it wouldn't have to be like every week we'd be down there, you know. So, you know, we were talking about the teams. I'm still wanting to see them go to New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's one of the host cities I would love to see because they've got some fans from back in the day still. Right. I mean, they were they were a big deal in the in the original USFL. And I think they could pack a stadium because it seemed like they had one of the strongest fan bases in the USFL besides Birmingham, who I think had the strongest, and Pittsburgh, who didn't have but you know a handful. Well, you know, we met one of the – original fans of the New Jersey yep. Generals. Sure did. And, but not only meeting him, how many Generals shirts did you see down there? Oh, a bunch. Yeah. So they seem like they got a pretty good fan base. I mean, you know, like I said, I think they could pack a stadium. You know, you're not talking about an NFL stadium, but I think a, you know, a college stadium like, you know, they had in Birmingham, you know, it seats – you know, 20,000 people or whatever, depending on how they block it off. Well, Birmingham's, what, 40-something thousand, ain't it? Yeah. But, you know, they had that the top part blocked off most of the year yeah. on that one side. But either way, I think New Jersey could feel it. I think they've got a strong fan base because the team is good. You know, they only lost two games all year. And you look at attendance, how much is Birmingham's going to blow up? next year when they come back oh it's gonna be big it's got it's got to be i mean not only is the team in birmingham they won the championship there's gonna be a parade eventually the mayor said and it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal in birmingham because no other sports are playing really you know well, you special, have, special professional well you have the bulls that play down there which yeah. that's more at Pelham. right and they've got a dedicated fan base. Right. I don't know. You had never been to one of the Bulls games. I ain't right? never been down there. I've been to Huntsville. That's it. Yeah. We need to take you down there to let you see a Bulls game. Hey, I'm down. Let's do it. And then, you know, the, really the only other stuff is what the trash pandas kick in about right after the season, ain't it? Or is it same time? Probably the same time, I think. And then the, then the Havoc's wrapping up in Huntsville. Yeah. 
same time the Bulls are, so. Right. And I don't know anything about their basketball team down there in Birmingham. No, I don't either. Uh, you know, the Birmingham Legion soccer team, you know, have no idea. I'd like to go check a game out. I think it'd be pretty cool to watch, but I don't know anything about it. I've never been to a soccer game, but it seems like it might be interesting to just go to one time at least. I, I think it's worth a look, you know. I'm not a big soccer fan, though. Well, I'm not either, but, you know, it'd be fun. <laughs> so, we always have fun when we're down there. Yeah. We can go to a few choice restaurants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get so some hot chicken. To... <laughs> you ready to pull up some of this and look at the game? Yeah, let's look at the slides we got prepared. I wish I would have magnified that just a little bit because I can't hardly read it. It looks like the Stars had the time of possession on the game. looks like it was about 30 minutes compared to Birmingham's 29. Uh, Philly had one more drive. They had 12. Birmingham had 11. Uh, total plays, I think it was at 59 for Philly. 59 to 54. Yeah. Uh, total yards, it looks like Birmingham had them beat on that. 381 to 340. Yeah. Yards per play. Birmingham just really blew them out of the water if you look at yards per play. Because they had, what, seven? Seven. Yeah, 7.1. You know, that's that's almost a first down every time, and thanks to Bo Scarborough on that. You know, red zone plays. Philly had more than uh, Birmingham. They had three. Birmingham had one. Red zone attempts. Philly had four. Birmingham had, looks like two. But uh, Birmingham came out with the win, thirty-three to thirty. And part of that scores from Scooby Rudd. So right, yeah. I mean, we had that pick six and and all that, and you know, Bo Scarborough running for a seventy-yard touchdown. So. You know, and how amazing was it to get Scarborough in there? Unbelievable. He changed the team, man. I really do believe he changed that team. You know, because they had some good running backs. But he's a grown man <laughs> compared to some of these guys, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is what it looked like. Yeah, Scarborough was – and he was also a draw for tickets, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As, I mean, so, as soon as as soon as they announced him, you you know, people were like, "Well, we got to go see him play because we used to go watch him play a couple years ago." I, I think it helped legitimize the league and a yes. lot of Alabama fans. Yeah, I mean, in the views of these Alabama fans, like we are, it really helped to legitimize them because that's a name. That's a name that we know. You know. So that's well, awesome. That's just a pretty picture right there, ain't it? Yeah, it is, man. There, you know, if you're watching on the YouTube channel with us, you know, you can see the USFL champions, Birmingham Stallions, and you got, you know, some key players in this picture, and man, it just looks pretty sweet. Oh, Smith, you got is that Scarborough on there? Yeah, yeah. Gates, with the, Bolden, Bolden, and I think that's Mitchell, ain't it? Yeah, I think so. I can't really tell, but man, that's yep. still a pretty picture. It's hey, I, it's unbelievable. Still, you know, we we knew when Birmingham was on this roll um, that they had a good chance of winning, but still, just them actually winning the game is still pretty surreal. There wasn't a lot of faith in Birmingham at the beginning of the season either. 
No, you remember we talked to one of the uh, attendants that worked the field at, in Birmingham, and he said that everybody was saying, you know, Birmingham's going to finish last. Yeah. Man, he was a good guy, too. Oh, yeah, man. Every time we talked to him, man, he's a nice guy. So. Yeah. I hope he's back down there next year. I hope so. But here you can see the Most Valuable Player Award was Victor Bolden Jr. Uh, you know, Not I a thought, shocker. Yeah, it wasn't a shocker. We picked it last week. I thought Scarborough might have had a chance of winning it, but uh, you can't argue with Bolden. I think he was more than well-deserved. I was kind of thinking maybe a defensive player would get it just the way they play. Yeah. As a yeah. unit. Yeah, but, you could say you could say Scooby getting it for that uh, pick six late in the game. I think. So I mean, either way, but Bolden, he's a star, uh, superstar man. He's gonna get some looks. You see, this and, picture of uh, Bo Scarborough had 135 rushing yards. The longest was 70 and one touchdown. You know, just a, a dominating performance. You know, you look at. Over half of his rushing yards was in one play. Yeah. And that's unbelievable. I so hope he's coming back next year. That's what I that's what I was about to say, man. I hope I hope he's back. Because, you know, now look, if he gets a, a shot in the NFL, good for him, gonna make you money. But man, don't forget Birmingham. <laughs> you know. If they keep him and Marable and a few other these keep which Bolden, he's probably gone. Yeah. I mean, as bad as you hate to say it, he's probably going to go up and at least get a look somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think Scooby Wright gets a look. I think uh, Gates gets a look. You know, that there's a lot of players on that team that's going to get, you know, tryouts with NFL. Oh, yeah. But, man, I hope he – I hope every one of them comes back. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, that would be amazing. Uh, here's that, a picture. selfish uh, yeah, here's here's a picture of Scooby Wright with the trophy. Uh, beautiful trophy. Thought they'd done a really good job on that. It looks very clean. Yeah, I mean it's it's not overdone. It's just what it needed to be. Wasn't it the XFL that had like a giant X in two thousand one for their championship trophy or something weird? Oh Lord, it? I, they had the what the million dollar challenge or something like that. But uh, I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look, and I'm not sure if I want to. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm going to try to pull it up here. Yeah, it was a giant black X with a football in the middle of the top part of the X. Yeah. And it said XFL Championship, the million-dollar game. Yeah. The most hideous trophy. Yeah, uh, for a league that – you know, it was, was rough to watch at times. That first game, when it first kicked off, was pretty exciting. But, you know, what helped the USFL, you know, what helped this league, the USFL, compared to the first XFL was they had good football. They had good yes. football all year long. Close games, almost every game. And, you know, they improved a lot of the game, too, as they went. The yeah. uh, kicking balls. Yep. They realized there's a problem. Little things, you know, not stopping the clock to make it a little bit more time friendly for people. That, you know, expanding the rosters uh, midseason to give them some depth because they needed it. Because that's something we that we talked about early in the podcast. Check out the archives. You know, was depth. We were worried about people getting hurt. You know, who do you have? You know, and 
you know, it's easy to look at the injury part because how many of these guys haven't played in probably a year? Great athletes. Yeah. But your body has to be able to take those hits constantly. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And not playing in about a year, your body is not going to withstand some of these hits that we're getting late. Right, because like all these guys are athletes, like you said, and they're all in incredible shape, but they're not in playing shape because they haven't played, you know, and you can't you can't work on that. Well, to go back to like a pro wrestling thing, you listen to pro wrestlers whenever they talk about taking the hits on the mat or the rope. If they've been out of it for a while, it takes their body a while to adjust. Like they're hurt. Oh yeah, taking those hits for a while. Yeah, I mean that's ring rust. You know, it's what they call it, and you know, hitting the ropes and stuff, you know, they'll get bruised underneath their arms and stuff. And, you know, you pretty much build up a callus to it when you're, you know, you know, like you were saying in the wrestling world, when you're wrestling, you know, a couple of nights a week, most of them don't do that now, but, uh, for but sure. We knew injuries was going to be a key part of it this year. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've preached on it from the beginning, you know, is how do you protect the team when somebody goes down, you know? And, and the good part about it, most of the injuries were not really severe. I know Scott yeah. got put out for the season and probably a few others. Yeah. Well, Cook is but, in the championship game, but yeah. yeah. But you look at it, it wasn't, even though the refs didn't call penalties like they do in the NFL, Yeah, it wasn't from bad hits, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It was from just normal hits that you would yeah. take yeah, I mean, it was just from normal play. You know, it wasn't anything malicious or nothing like that. I don't think we saw any of that, with the exception of the tea bag that we saw. But, you know. <laughs> that was still one of the greatest moments of the season for me. Yeah, it, it shocked well, me. <laughs> well, 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 imagine the poor guy on the ground. Yeah, well, I'm sure he was shocked, too. <laughs> what was it Fox called it? Oh, I some was it some kind of gesture or something like that, wasn't it? Taunting gesture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh here's a picture of the guys in the locker room, you know, smoking their celebratory cigars. Um boy, every one of them guys are just so excited and it's good to see. That kind of reminds you of the Alabama games after Tennessee. Oh yeah. Yep. And I hope they keep like a tradition. That that's what this league's got to do is get some traditions. Yeah, you've you got to start building things that people look forward to, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like you said, this celebratory cigar I think is a big deal. I think that is something they could do. You don't do it after every game. You do it after the championship game or, or the maybe a playoff win or whenever you seal the division. Or some big rival like Pittsburgh comes into town. Yeah, yeah. And their pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so, you got a picture here, Bo Scarborough, with the uh, mascot holding the championship hat, uh, holding the I newspaper. I get on there and order my hat. Yeah, I know. I got to get, a, I gotta get le- at least a shirt. Uh, yeah. You know, Bo's ho- holding the uh, newspaper saying the – Stampede to a title. Got Jamar Smith's picture on the front of it. You know, big smile on his face. These guys are just 
over the moon happy. They deserve this. it. And they deserve it. Yeah, you're right. But this was a routine from start to finish. Yeah. From that first win, when they come together to pull from behind, this was a team. Yeah, yeah. I, I think their team solidified after that first game. And it made the city get with them. Sure, for sure. Here's a close. Even if they didn't win another one, the city with Birmingham would have been behind them. I agree, just after that first game. Here we got a closer picture of the trophy. Again, beautiful trophy. I'm some, some Simple, you know, nothing too, you know, outrageous. Classy. Classy, yeah. And that's, like I said, from the XFL in 2001, it's not some – over-the-top, goofy trophy. Yeah. It's simple. It's the design everybody can say, hey, this is the USSFL trophy. Yep. Just like how you can say it's the Super Bowl trophy or Lombardi trophy. Right. Or the Stanley Cup in hockey. You know, yeah. nothing, out. you know, you know, this is simple, nothing crazy, you know, how it should be. Um but like you said, with the XFL trophy from 2001, it was just outrageous. But the the league was, so, you know, so it probably fit. But the USFL done such a good job this year and just sticking with what the fans wanted, which was entertaining football. We wanted to see guys that, you know, maybe didn't get their chance in the NFL do good here, and we got that. Here's a picture of, you know, Bo Scarborough holding up the trophy. Uh the whole team there with the confetti going off, man, that's a that's a beautiful picture right there. Especially if you're a Stallions fan, it don't get no better. Yeah. You know, it looks like uh, another picture of Scooby Wright holding the trophy. Oh, that's Magoo. Or, oh, that's Magoo, yeah. Tattoos, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, you know, good for him, you know. Um, we saw during the game, you know, he had made a mistake and he went over to the coach. And he was visibly frustrated, and the coach told him, hey, man, don't worry about it. We're going to win this game. And you could see in his eyes that he knew that the coach was telling the truth. And, and you, you can't say enough about what Skip Holtz has done. Oh, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. You know, I hope he sticks around uh, for as long as possible, and I don't know why he would, wouldn't, you know. So, I he he's the best coach, obviously, I think. You know, the only coach I'm worried that might get called up is Kirby Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, somebody's got to be the water boy or something, you know. <laughs> so there's Scarborough again. Yeah, yeah, holding that trophy like a baby. Scooby right, right there. Yeah, he took the the Scooby Doo chain from the two guys from all the way up there to watch the game you know we sat beside them guys at a couple of games or not far from them and there it is yeah there's you know Birmingham's new logo on all their uh, social media channels and stuff you know United States Football League Champions 2022 and you know what I love about this logo is that it's very reminiscent of like colleges yeah when they win a national championship, yep, it kind of gives you a, I don't know, pride moment, I guess, or just a oh, great yeah. graphic. I mean, 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic graphic. Would look great on a shirt. You know, if it was just like that, just a maroon shirt. You know. Oh, it. Whenever I seen that, I was like, "Oh, this is that's just amazing." Yeah. There ain't much you can say, but how sweet. Yeah, I know, and you know it's it's sad because the league is over, you know. But you know, like we said, we started this journey. What me, you, and coach, back in February. Yeah. And we were so excited. Had two months before the league started, and now she's over. Yeah, and you know, you might be asking yourself at home, "Well, guys, what are y'all going to talk about?" Well, you know, we can, you know, talk about the X-League a little bit whenever we get information on it and stuff. But, Wayne, tell them what we're going to be doing from here on. I think for the offseason, we're going to be breaking it down for some of the history of the former spring leagues. Yep. Because there was a bunch of them that didn't quite make it. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, uh, next week first is going to be, what, the World League? Or... World Football League. We're going to be looking at some of the logos and kind of ranking them. And what so, else was it? Didn't Jared pick one and you pick one? Yeah, I can't remember what we picked. I think Coach picked, like, maybe the original XFL, wasn't it? That was one of them, but I don't remember how quick we're going to talk about it. Right, and then I had, like, NFL Europe. Or, or Europa. Europa, you know. You so, got to get pink. Yeah, yeah, pinky up, you know. So <laughs> We're going to get some little tea glasses. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and you know, the NFL Europe, whenever I played high school football, that was something I watched a lot of just to look at more game film and see what – how football was played. That makes sense. And the rain and the rain fire was one of my favorite teams. I love that logo. See, I've never seen logos or anything about this league, so I look forward to ranking logos and talking about it. It's gonna be pretty interesting. Well you remember Danny Warfel from Florida. Yeah. You know he played on the NFL Europe team and I want to say it was the Rain Fire. And they wow. won a championship. He's a Heisman Trophy winner, right? Yep. Yeah. From the big college of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get into the history part. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a change of pace uh, for everybody listening and stuff, you know. The show probably isn't going to be an hour long or nothing like that, but that's all right. You know, like I said, We'll break in with the X-League scores for those that care about that. Might even just do that on social. Don't know yet. We haven't really ironed out the details. Well, they give out so much information on that. Yeah, page. yeah. Yeah, they, they, they make it easy I, to find out what's going on. You know? I'd dare anybody to find a roster. I, could, I couldn't. I tried. You know, I I looked online. I don't know. I found pictures, and I don't even know if it's from this this year. I assume it was like the teams that was playing was the teams that I had pictures for. But we're, we're shooting in the dark. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, both of you X League fans that are out there, you know, we'll still try to break in and give you some updates when we can. So. If you have any information, please send it to us. 
yeah, but I say if you know more about it than we do, hit us up at springloadedfootball at gmail.com. We might let you host your own segment. <laughs> so <laughs> we'd be more than glad to let you on that league. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, and, but we do know what one game's already been postponed for unknown reasons. Yeah, I mean they got a game the ninth, which is will be this week, and then they got the the game next week was postponed until 2023, and we cannot find out why. So my theory is world games. Brian does not yeah. agree with me. I don't think it's the world games, but who knows? It, it might be. It hosts us in Birmingham. So yeah, <laughs> that that's the most hated thing right now. For me, is the world games. Yeah, because we would have been at the championship game. Yep. That that would well, have happened. Posed me out of the championship. Yep. I think yep. I think next year you got to you got to go back to Birmingham for the championship game. But it won't be the same. No, I know. It, they took that moment from me, Brad. I know, man. I I feel your I hope, pain. I hope all them Canadian lacrosse players are happy with themselves. That's right. <laughs> you gonna tell Daryl Johnson yourself when we see him walking on the field next year? He's gonna hear it. He, he took <laughs> a moment from me. He's probably a tough guy, man. Super Bowl winner with Dallas Cowboys, you know. Oh yeah, he put me in a heartbeat. But, <laughs> but uh, I just want my opinion heard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But. You know, like I said, guys, format's going to change a little bit on the show. Uh, we'll still be here every Friday. You ain't got to worry about that. But uh, we'll be discussing, you know, prior spring leagues. But any breaking news on any USFL information, uh, we'll definitely send that along to y'all. So The, the fun part's going to be being able to do jersey reviews or helmet reviews or logos yep. or leagues or – Get yep. into the history of some of this and say, uh, this is what the teams Birmingham had because they had the Birmingham Americans, Vulcans, with the fire. Yeah. Barracudas. Barracudas, yeah. That was a CFL team, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Thunderbolts, yep. yeah. Uh, iron. Uh, yeah, the Birmingham Iron. Yeah. Stallions twice now. Yep. So, I mean, there was a. Steel dogs, if you want to go arena football. Yeah. And we, we can even talk about team. that. You know, so, you know, we, we've got plenty to talk about until the start of the season two of the USFL. So We're not limited on content thanks to all these failed leagues before. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, I think it's going to be interesting talking about them, especially like uh, this World Football League and the NFL Europa or Europe or whatever you want to call it. You know, even the original XFL, something that all three of us on this show uh, remember very well. And it's going to be great to get, like, yours and coaches' opinion on a bunch of these logos. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see them. You know, I sent you one today just to see if you could guess the team. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There was no way. Nothing made sense to what you told me the answer was. Yeah, like. It, it so stood out for that city and that team, didn't it? Yeah, for sure. You know, but, it, but made, it, think, it didn't that make was any 70s. sense. That yeah, was that in was, the 70s. Yeah, things were different back then, for sure. A lot more hair. But uh, We might even make a game out of it, like throw a logo up and make you and Jared have to guess what the uh, 
years was for the team by the logos. And Sounds good to me. Try to guess the city or make you say a city that you would have thought it would have went with. Yeah. Hey, I'm fine with that. The one I sent you today, you would not give me an answer. And I wanted you to just make up something so bad. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I had no clue. Nothing on that logo makes you think any city, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk about it, you know. Oh, that's the first one up next week, and I can't wait to get coaches. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna be like me. I don't think he's gonna have an answer, but I hope he just says something because that's gonna be funny. So that that's gonna be the best part is watching y'all try to guess some of these things from, yeah. from my standpoint. Oh, I think I think the audience would love that. I think uh, I think they would. I think they think we're funny. I hope they do. We you know we don't really try to be funny. We just are. You know. So <laughs> we 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 wanted to do something different whenever we started off with this podcast. Is something fun? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we obviously want to relay the information of these leagues and stuff and give our opinions, like any commentator would. But we want everybody to enjoy it, you know. You ain't got to be worried. Everybody needs a break from what's going on in the world today. Ex- exactly. And that's what we are, man. We don't talk social issues, politics, nothing like that. We do that for a reason. You know, that's not what this is for. So This is for fun. We have fun every week, guys. You know, you ought to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, on our recordings. No, they we, can't. Everybody say they can't, but they ought to because <laughs> it's some good stuff. <laughs> we, we, we would be banned on multiple platforms. Yeah, I mean, I already put it down as explicit when we post the show and stuff, you know, just in case. But uh, they don't have an X-rated one or nothing like that. So. And it's not from social social issues or right. political issues. It's just from our foul language that makes us laugh. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I'm sure we could get away with some of it, but uh, there's a lot I have to cut out usually every week. <laughs> so, and we could do just a whole show on Coach's Corner out. Like, oh yeah, that yeah. would be a best of right there. That'd be great. <laughs> because Jared, whenever he got into the role of coach this year, he was like a method actor. He was in it, man. Oh, he was. He dove into that character. Yep. You know, and again, Coach isn't here because he went fishing and stuff. A much deserved deserve vacation for Coach. But, you know, we couldn't have done this show without him, man. Coach's corner every week, filling us in on the news, making us laugh. You know, it's, you know, we just got to thank Coach for that. And the best part is we would send him the news each week or stuff yeah. to read off. Right. And, and most of the time, we would just send it to him randomly, and yep. him, him trying to cipher through our notes and stuff. That right? Was... Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've done a very good job, I think, on uh, getting all all the notes and stuff compiled in one single location and making it easier for us than we did at the beginning of the year. You know, oh, the beginning yeah. of the year we had that whole layout that we was going to try to follow every week, and we found out it's just much easier just to hit some bullet points and just talk. You know, yeah. and a lot more fun. Oh yeah, a lot more relaxed. You know, and that's what we want this to be. So out of this season, what was your favorite thing besides them uh, winning the championship? You can't say that one. Oh well, my! Well, my favorite moment in the league was Scooby Wright pick six in the championship game. 
No, you can't pick championship. I can't pick anything with the championship. Not okay. anything with the championship. Regular let's go. Season. Let's go. The week one Birmingham comeback to win. We're sitting on the goal line. We watch it happen. You know, I think that's my moment. I think being able to take the family down there for sure at a reasonable price. Yep. And get to see great football. Yep. Now Meet the family, players. My family robbed my wallet at the gift store or merch store, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Right. It was a little easier to walk out when your wallet's a little lighter. That's true. But then you're carrying all them bags, so that yeah. that kind of makes it up, I guess. But Yeah. yeah but that, that made that made memories and that's what's uh, the most important thing. I, I think everybody had a good time when they went down. Oh yeah. And that that's the key thing, as long as everybody has a good time and don't die of a heat stroke, it's a yeah. good day. Yeah, as long as you stay hydrated and don't stay out in the sun all all day like I did, you know. We we learn our lessons. Just go to one game on a hot day. Yeah, that's right. Don't do the double header. No. We're too old for it anymore. Oh, for sure. Well, Wayne, you ready to wrap this thing up? This is a close to the first USFL season, and I guess what our first season as podcasters. Well, I, I think we uh, we'll start season two actually on the podcast probably when season two of the USFL starts. But uh, our first full season of a league uh, that we talk about the most for sure. Yeah. I guess we'll start season two in February when all the drafts and everything starts up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good time to do it. I think, uh, you know, we'll just fill in the rest of this podcast season with uh, reviews of old, older leagues and stuff and uh, discuss all that. So it's going to be a little bit different format starting next week. Yeah. Starting next week, it's going to be a little bit different, but I, you know, still going to enjoy it guys. I mean, after 20 weeks, 21 weeks of this show, you've come to know us pretty well. And, um, you know, ain't much going to change. Uh, we're still going to have fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like I said, seeing the coach give his takes on some of these teams he's never seen before. and you, oh, it's gonna be, Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. That's going to be the fun part for me this offseason. Yep. So well, you gonna wrap us up? And yeah, us I am. I am ready to wrap us up. If you are, guys, we appreciate it, man. The end of the USFL season was here. Uh, you've made this show an incredible success. We appreciate it. Continue to uh, give us support. Tell your friends if they enjoy football. If they enjoy just funny guys talking about stuff. Uh, tell them about it. You can check us out on all major podcast platforms. Check us out on YouTube. You can actually watch the show and see our beautiful faces. But, guys, that's going to do it for this week. We'll see y'all next time.